get sneaky. Laurie Rose, the two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. We are joined this morning by row one qualifier in second place, Colton Herta. Colton, congratulations, and, and how's it feel this morning? Uh, thanks so much. Um, yeah, it still feels good. Um, you know, I, I think I think a little disappointing not to get the pole, but happy to, ha- to have that chance to get the pole, being the fast nine and have the fast car, but... Um, yeah, it is a little disappointing when you miss it by, by that much 300. So. Yeah. I think somebody figured out it was by less than six feet or right around like six feet of difference. And in, in the end, which is, which is pretty amazing. But when, when Scott Dixon is the guy after you, are you immediately a little bit like, Oh, come on. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many guys that are, that are super strong around here. Um, obviously Scott's one of them. So we did do the math. Me, me and my team did do the math. It came out to 55 inches. Exactly. Wow. Um, so there you go. A little less than six feet over 10 miles, which is crazy, but yeah, um, it is, it is obviously hard, hard to, to beat everybody, especially Scott around here. Um, and we were so close to doing it, but you know, obviously it's just, it's just qualifying. It's not the real thing. So, um, you know, I'm happy to be able to start up near the front and, and that should give me a nice clean start to the race, hopefully. And obviously qualifying second, you get, what is it? Eight bonus points or something along those lines. So some extra points heading into a right. double points race weekend is never a bad thing. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I I was I just told about that yesterday. I, I wasn't aware that they get that give that they give points out for the fast nine. But um, yeah, eight points for me, which is nice. Obviously, Scott is the championship leader, and he got nine, so yeah. um, he didn't really need those points, but he got them anyways. Um, so yeah, now it's just down to the race and and trying to figure out what the best strategy will be and uh, how to conquer it. So you had the practice yesterday evening kind of resetting everything from Fast Friday and, and this weekend. And obviously you had some, quali- uh, some some race runs during the week last week. How do you feel about the race pace as it is right now? I know Honda definitely looks like the faster car, but do you have what it takes to run in, in race trim all all Sunday next week or this week? Yeah, yeah, I think we do. And I, I think Hondas are only dominant in when when the boost is turned up. Um, you know, I think once we go back to like our race power, it it's it's a lot um closer. I think they're pretty equal. Um so that that should bring the Chevys back into play for the race. Um and really I'm not too sure like how much more dominant the Chevys are or if the she- some of the Chevy teams just missed it because those ECR cars were super fast. Um but nonetheless, Honda did an incredible job uh, getting getting the power to where it is for Q uh, for qualifying. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel I feel really good in in race trim. Um, really confident all around with the car that we've had the whole month. So it's been nice. Um, I think it's very rare that you have a car that you've just been happy with in race trim and in qualifying trim. So I'm happy right now. Obviously, there's still 
things that we can do to make it better, but we're, we're working on that and got some more stuff to test on Friday if we can, uh, if it doesn't get rained out. Yeah. If, if carb day gets rain, rained out, which looks the, the weather tip in typical Indiana fashion does not look great right now. Will it be mm-hmm. made up on Saturday or are you just going straight into the race? Then do you, do you know what the protocol is for that? I'm pretty sure they'd probably just go straight into the race. I mean, we've had plenty of practice already. So, <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to a fan question here. This is music related. So obviously everybody knows you're a drummer. They talk about it plenty on the, the broadcast. And mm-hmm. there was a song that uh, our listener, Mark Van Niekerk, was listening to of yours called The Fall that had a real old school punk throwback sound. So he wants to know your favorite old school punk band. Oh boy. My favorite one. Um, there's so many. Um, I think just step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. Boy, I don't know. I I always like the bad brains and okay. minor threat um, equally. So I would say say both of those. Nice. All right, I like it. I'll add it to our Spotify list as well. And going, go. going back to qualifying, you were the last Andretti car to go. You had Hunter Ray in there as well, and you had Elio, who was kind you know quasi Andretti. How much information mm-hmm. were you able to get in, you know, a matter of you know, 15, 20 minutes or so before it was your turn that you guys either made a last minute tweak or kind of had a feel for how the track was running yesterday? No, quite a lot. They they obviously helped. Um Ryan more so. Um so I was able to go to his timing stand and listen in and, and see what he was saying. Um, because he was going before Elio. I had to be in the car by the time Elio went, so I didn't get any information off him, but yeah, I just kind of understood what, what his balance was like and what his drop off was like. Um, it gives you a little confidence knowing a little bit more before you have to go out and qualify. Awesome. All right. So we're going to wrap it up here with two more questions. I know you've got a, a busy Monday and, and plenty of media to do this week. So this question actually comes from your teammate, James Hinchcliffe, and it was originally asked when 
you were supposed to join and I think got stuck in the airport or had a flight delay. So we're a little late getting to this question, but the question is, what teammate would you want to be stuck with on a deserted island and why? Oh, God. <laughs> um, There's no wrong answers to us. Yeah, I know. I, I don't think I'd <laughs> want to be stuck with any of them. I think they all have their flaws. Um, probably, I think Ryan. Okay. Ryan knows a lot about fishing, and he could probably build a whole civilization up in a few months off of being deserted in an island. So I, Ryan's definitely the most like outdoorsy and manly man in the team. So he's probably the best one. I love it. That's a great answer. And we'll give you a chance a second here to ask sort of teammate Jack Harvey a question. So I'll have him on later today, but your season so far has had its share of ups and downs with obviously the, the first race kind of, you know, nowhere to go and then winning the next race What's more important at this stage of the season where you're, you've had some good results, but also some unfortunate results. Are you, are you gunning for a win? Are you trying to lead lap one coming into Sunday's race? Or are you just going, you know what? I need to worry about the points first and foremost, and I'm going to just let the race play out how it plays out. No, I think, I think if you have a, have a chance to win the Indy 500, you do everything that can to win it. Um, you know, even if that means, you know, a move that might be, that might not work 80% of the time, you still have that 20% chance of, of winning the race. Um, yeah, you, you definitely do that. Um, Indy 500 is the biggest thing on the schedule. Uh, and I think arguably even more bigger, even bigger than, um, than the championship. So yeah, I think, I think you do everything in your power to win this race. Awesome. So if, if you had to pick right now, you're saying Indy 500 win first, then I'll get, then I'll worry about the, the season championship. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. All right. So with that, we'll wrap it up with one last question here. We have your Andretti cohort on later today and in, in Jack Harvey, what question are you asking Jack Harvey? I'll ask what his favorite biscuit is to have this tea with. All right, I got it set here. Well, Colton, man, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure chatting. Best of luck this weekend in Indy, and hopefully, we talk to you afterwards as a, as a winner of the race. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.